World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. And you know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Making connections, you know? A lot going on. I I was just... uh... I was noticing something here this morning. As I, I get up in the morning, I try to decide which direction we're going to go. Lord, we just pray that you'd be with us here and to direct us and anoint us to be glorified through all we say and do. And uh, I came across some stuff I want to share with you today. Um, re- remember this, friends. <clears throat> Satan comes as an angel of light, what the Bible tells us. The devil's manipulative. Lies. Deception and fear, right? Oh, my. Lies, deception, and fear. Oh, my. Lies, deceptions, and fear. Oh, my. One of the things that that I've just been noticing over the last couple of weeks, three weeks, maybe it's even been a little bit longer than that, nobody nobody really knows who to trust. Nobody really knows who to trust. And it's easy for us all to say, well, they're all in it together. I mean, I think there's probably some truth there and some wisdom there, or certainly politically, uh, knowing Psalm 2 that the kings of this earth are conspiring against the Lord, against his anointed. Uh, the, uh, there are certainly people who are operating as double agents, meaning they look like they're playing on the yin and the yang, right? They look like they're a good guy, but they're a bad guy. And so the, one of the problems that we find ourselves in, and a lot of the controversy, a lot of things I deal with behind the scenes, is a lot of people saying, well, you know, that's not true, and this is true, and this and this, and, and you know, at some point, friends, at some point, we have to trust the Holy Spirit that he'll guide us into all truth. And could I sit here right now today, and somebody asked me, I'm just off the top of my head, literally off the top of my head. If somebody were to ask me about, is Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr., is he a good guy or a bad guy? Can I tell you something? I don't know how to answer that. I don't know how to answer that. If somebody would say to me, is Donald Trump a good guy or a bad guy? I really, I don't, I really don't know. I don't, I don't know. What role is he playing? I don't, I don't know. Is he is is he the is he the counterbalance to this? Yeah, as I said, the yin and the yang, two wings of the same bird. Who's really who's really controlling things behind the scenes? Do we really know? Do we know? Is Joel Osteen is Joel Osteen controlled opposition? Is Rick Warren controlled opposition? Is the Pope controlled opposition? Do we ever really know what's going on? And at some point, we're going to have to do as much research as we can. But we, we have to be, I think, I mean, this is just me now, I think we have to be really, really careful at seeing a conspiracy, demonic, deep state connection behind every, every tree. I just, I just think we got, I, I'm, I'm just dumb enough to think that there probably are still some good people. Maybe, maybe not as many. Maybe not as many. But I think there are probably some still, still some honest people in certain areas of our government, our media, and different places, really are really are trying to do a good thing. How about Tucker Carlson? Is he a good guy or a bad guy? He hated Donald Trump. Now he loves Donald Trump. Where is he in regards to Fox News? Sean Hannity, good guy, bad guy. Sean used to be the darling of everybody, and now Sean appears to be a seems to be a Republican company man. Sean seems to be that good guy, bad guy. Who do you trust? How do we know? And I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't have I don't have the answer to. I, I know this. I ain't in nobody's pocket. So if if you're watching and you're thinking, I wonder who's who's pulling coaches Yang and who's pulling coaches Yang. Really, and my my wife, <laughs> she'd be about the only one. She'd make life miserable to me if I get if I get out of line. But other, other than that, you watch this show. It is that's pretty much what it is. I, you know, I did yesterday's variety on show with. Ivan Rickland, and actually it was shorter. It was supposed to go the whole hour, but he was involved in something else. So I was only able to do 22 minutes with it. And it's um, it unbelievable. If you guys didn't get a chance to see that, it'll be posted soon at Coach Dave Live. You need to go watch at least the, at least the 22 minutes of it. And do we trust Ivan? 
Do you trust Ivan? Are we to trust Ivan? What do we do when one, one good guy saying this and another good guy saying, do you trust DeSantis or Trump? Who do you trust? And at some point, we're going to have to figure out who's on our team. And the truth is, we really, as we sit here right now, we don't know. Because, folks, the deception is so great. So great. Paul's raised his hand about four times. Let Real quickly, Paul, go. Yeah, I'm just, as a litmus test, uh, Trump is, uh, you know, pro-life. And as far as I can see, Kennedy, uh, according to Clay, certainly a thing, uh, feels abortions are all a tragedy. So, I mean, I think it, we're in transition. I think people are coming to the fact that, uh, the, you know, New World Order wants to kill us. And uh, when it, it's personal like this with our children and child trafficking, I think mm. those are the litmus tests we have to look at. Paul, I, I think you're right, Paul, and I think those of you who are, who are watching right now, when, when would Donald Trump get elected? Was that 2016? Is that when he was elected? Yeah. It was, wasn't it? It was 2016, right? So I go back in my mind to 2016 when Trump was running, before he, before he won the nomination. Who was he running against? Was it Marco Polo? And I mean, who were who these Ted Cruz and all these guys that were running against him? And, and I, I said at the very beginning, not patting myself on the back. That's not what I'm talking about. Stay with me. Uh, there are a lot of really, really bad things about Donald Trump. But I thought, man, that's, that's God's man. And as uh, was a Dale, somebody said, you don't have to be a man of God in order to God to use you. You don't have to be a man of God in order to be God's man. Do you understand? And right, right at the very beginning, I said, that's, that's God's man. Now, is it yin and yang? Is it yin and yang? Has, Don, has Donald Trump in this whole big, wide conspiracy thing that we're dealing with, has he permitted himself to be the, the pin cushion, the punching bag? Everybody gets to, everybody, everybody gets to, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I really don't know. I really don't know. I can tell you this. For anybody to get high in politics, they're in somebody's pocket. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Mm. No matter where, you, you're in somebody's pocket. Okay. Now we we cannot, in my in my opinion, I'm, pardon me a second. I'm going to unplug this thing. It's running over. But but hang on. So in my in my opinion, it's hard for me to tell whether or not. <clears throat> Any of you out there ever had a, a true spiritual conversion? Anybody ever really had one? I I had one. Yep. I had one. And I think we have to be careful to when we try to judge the spiritual condition of someone we don't even know. Now, I've said all along regarding Donald Trump, my opinion, my opinion. He's had a he's have a had a soft spiritual awakening. I, w- I wouldn't call Donald Trump any way, shape, or form a strong Christian man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that. I think he's had a conservative awakening, maybe. By the way, he appointed three justices on the United States Supreme Court, which has changed the entire landscape in America. And the reason it's changed the entire landscape in America is because the, the, the left can no longer use the courts to hammer through what they want. We have a stopgap now at the Supreme Court. A five, at least a five to four majority of people who appear to be, I, I don't know. Does anybody, do you know anything about Amy Coney Barrett? Do you know anything about these guys? How do they get on? The, nobody gets appointed randomly to the United States Supreme Court. Can we all agree with that? Do you know this Merrick, Merrick Garland, who is now the Attorney General of the United States, that they nominated, that Barack Obama nominated Merrick Garland for the, for the, Supreme Court of the United States. You think he had an agenda? Do you think Obama knew the agenda? So come on, we're not we're grown folks here, right? We have to understand that unless you have the Holy Spirit inside you and that you are led by the Holy Spirit of God, dudes, you're capable of doing anything. You can call yourself conservative, you can call yourself whatever you want to. If you are not led by the Spirit and under the conviction of the Spirit, you are capable of anything. How do I know that? Because even right now, today, you and I fight the temptations of the evil one. Somebody say amen, so you know what I'm talking about. And I think I think I'm a pretty strong Christian guy. And I'll never forget I heard someone say to me one time, I doesn't doesn't matter who it was, they said, You think temptation is strong when you're poor. Wait till you till you are rich, and I thought, boom, Vinny, boom. boom. So when when you when you're rich and you have the ability to buy and do and 
whatever you want to. Do you have any idea that nothing is out of your reach? Nothing. You can buy whatever you want, including politicians. Do you understand that BlackRock is now behind the scenes doing all this, manipulating? I'm getting way ahead of myself. Uh, So I want you to know that I view everything we do here, I try to do it with open eyes. I trust, I trust, but verify everything. But I don't buy, I don't buy into the, I don't buy into that whole idea that uh, the devil's in control of everybody. I don't, I just, I'm sorry, I don't. I'm still dumb enough to think maybe there's some good guys out there. And one of our uh, focuses has to be, let's get more good guys out there. Let's, let's find more good guys and let's support what we know to be the good guys. Jim Jordan, Jim Jordan here from Ohio appears to be a good guy. Is he doing anything? Does anything ever change? Does anything ever change? Is Jim Jordan on a leash? Do they say, okay, Jim, let's, you can bark all you want to about this. You can bark all you want, but no biting. No biting, Jim. If you bite, you got one of those little, guys have one of those for your dog, those little zappers. You zap them, zap. Okay, Jim. Hey, Jim, you're starting to bite. Zap, zap, zap. Is, is that going on? It may be. It may be. Because why? Uh, again, the devil comes as a uh, minister of light. He always comes in appearing to do something good. But and, and don't ever forget this. In order for someone to totally protect you, you have to give them total control. All right? You can't live a life unless you're under the secret place of the Most High and dwell under the shadow of the Almighty. There's no place that you can go that's safe. No place. No place. You can be driving down the road and somebody go left to center. You can be driving down the road and a deer run out in front of you. You can be driving down the road and you blow a tire, right? I mean, there's crazy things, things crazy things that can happen. And the, the whole old idea, why do bad things happen to good people? Well, it's because it's consequences of life. God, God, uh, God, God does intervene naturally. He does, but doesn't always intervene, right? God's in control, but he's, he's not controlling. It gives us the ability that free choice. I, I was picking up, I was driving down the road yesterday, picking up my granddaughter. I was out in the country and I'm, I'm driving. I'm halfway listening. I'm looking at something on, I'm looking at something on the cell phone as I'm driving because it's a back country road, right? It's got hills. And all of a sudden I thought, man, what if somebody pops over on the side of that hill and they're looking at their phone? Would I blame, would my wife blame the devil if that happened? Was it the devil's fault? Did God take his hand of protection? I, I mean, these are the unanswerable questions, aren't they? So we find ourselves in the midst of a, in a, in a time when they got rid of Richard Nixon because he lied. We did not tolerate lying. Remember that? Are you with me? We didn't tolerate it. We found him in a lie and he was gone. Today you lie and you get promoted. That's how we know that the influence of the evil one is getting more, and getting stronger and stronger. But I would tell you this: that those, of us who, those of us who are all in, which I consider me to be all in, I'm more all in than I've ever been. I'm more strong. I'm stronger in my beliefs than than, than ever. Than ever. I'm, the culture has not weakened me. I'm the salt of the culture. The culture isn't the salt of me. The culture doesn't change me. I don't need the approval of men. I don't want the approval of men. And as soon as I start looking and needing the approval of men, then they own me. They own me, right? So I got some stuff I want to kind of share with us today as we get rolling through this day. I, some things that some of you may be going to consider to be a little bit, uh, a little bit, uh, how do I say it? A little bit of tin for a haddish. But I want you to know, understand, that we're living by lies, folks. They're, they're lying to you everywhere. I, I could I could start right now, Jack, just on money. On how that our, our dollar isn't even a dollar. It's not even money, folks. It's not even money. And then then we see them print money and then charge you interest on money they just made up. You, you get that, don't you? And the banks make money by charging you of money that the government gave them, right? But you're not allowed to do that. We're not allowed to fight that way. So it's just starting, just starting with right there. And we hang on to this money, and this money's no good because it costs more to buy a hamburger today than it did yesterday. And so they just print it and print it. So I want to show you some things today that that I've been thinking about, been pondering, 
and this will really throw us up probably on the tinfoil hat, tinfoil hat level. And George, you start sharing some of this stuff with your with uh, with those on your list, they're gonna they're gonna resist it more and more because why? We, we have been programmed, folks. We've all been programmed. Good guy, bad guy. Republican, good. Democrat, bad. Liberal, bad. Conservative, good. This guy, good. That guy. And, and the infiltration into every aspect of a society. See, the devil is the salt of the earth. We don't want to believe it, but he is. The devil's in control of everything. Because why? Because we have been taught not to question authority. Or it goes back to what we've spoken about before, the first truth. I'm here, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. And we all laugh, and we all know that that is not true. We know that the government is the enemy of the average American citizen, particularly the Christian. Boom. And if we don't come to this realization and understand that those guys in Washington, D.C., the men behind the curtain, whoever they might be, are not on our side, then maybe this thing would make a whole lot more of a di- more of a difference to us. Larry Householder, I don't know if I can show you that picture. Let, let me send this to you. Uh, hang on, Spencer. I'm going to find this. I'm going to send it to you real quick. I think I can. You say, Coach, who's Larry Householder? Well, he's he was a speaker of a house here in Ohio, and uh, he got he got found guilty of bribery and all this all the kind of stuff that's going on. I'm sending this to you right now, Spencer. I'm going to put it up there. Um, and he got sentenced. He was a speaker of the house. He's my kind. He lives right over the hill. He lives right over the hill. And he was found guilty of corruption. Got sentenced to 20 years in jail. Should be coming up to you, Spencer. And so so Larry Householder, his mugshot's going to come up on the screen here as soon as Spencer gets it. Larry Householder's mugshot's coming up on the screen. And he was the speaker of the house twice here in the state of Ohio. And there is his mugshot. They've taken him away for 20 years. Now, hang on a minute. 20 years of corruption. Did anybody know? Any of the other, was there, Was Larry the only guy? Was he the only guy that took these kickbacks? And as he spread that more, where are they? Where are, they, where are these guys, right? What's, what's going on? So they come in and they, they arrest the top dog and the rest of them just kind of slither away. And we don't understand because why? Because they're not men of character. The men who in I, I would say this very few men or women run for public office with noble intentions. Now they may start out with noble intentions, but they are. but what happens to them? They get devil sneaks in and the devil takes control, and next thing you know, they're serving the devil. And so Larry's gonna go spend the next 20 years of his life. I hope he got a lot of money. I hope he enjoyed his prestige. His name is forever ruined, and he's gonna live the next 20 years of his life in prison unless they let him out. But is he the only one? No, no. So I want, I want to show you some things here that, go, that I think are going to, to me, it's pretty amazing, okay? Oh, what is that? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking at my list. I make a list every morning. Pull, pull up for me. Uh, <clears throat> wow. Pull up. Oil is not a fossil fuel. Did you got, hang on a minute. Hang on. Did you guys know that? Do you know that years and years ago, whether it was the Rockefellers, whoever it was, whoever started, when cars got, got uh, we started driving cars, they needed fuel. And somehow they figured out, well, we can burn oil. We can turn oil into gas. And that'll, that'll, so once they've realized, man, we can use oil, what happens? Well, somebody has to control it. Somebody gets control of it, right? So they get this control of this gas. And what do they say it was? Why they say it's fossil fuels. Fossil fuels. Did you ever stop and think about what's a fossil fuel? What's a fossil fuel? Oh, this is fuel. So oil is created by dead dinosaurs, dead animals. Oh, so if it's created by dead dinosaurs and dead animals, we're soon going to run out of it. There's going to be a shortage of it, right? Really? Hmm? Did you know this? That the whole idea of oil being a fossil fuel has been debunked. I'm going. Hey, did you know that the Earth naturally produces oil? It's like water. Did you know that, friend? It's the oh, second most water. abundant liquid. 
on it is the, it is the, it is the second Amen. most abundant liquid in the world next to water oil is and yet they have oil shortages and all that stuff manipulation because why they can control us see they can control us and now i just saw that they don't want now they want to stop airline travel have you noticed that do you notice when airline Travel goes up. They raise the fuel prices. There you go. Raise the fuel prices. Now the tickets go up. And everything is designed to keep us in some type of bondage. So this is about three minutes, the origins of oil. These are some conspiracy. Folks, these are not conspiracy theories. We have been lied to. Okay? Go ahead. Play this. I think it's three minutes. Two minutes. You mentioned in one of your last talks that petroleum wasn't what we thought it was, that it wasn't a fossil fuel, that it didn't come from fossil animals. <laughs> yeah. Is it just a mineral? Is it a mineral like any other mineral? Is that, is that how it, is that how it, uh, what would you say? Uh, how did it, what's the origin it, of it? You see, <clears throat> when they first found petroleum, uh, because they were beginning to make motors and, and, and needed on axles of wheels on railroad trains and all that sort of thing, and remember, trains started in the beginning of the 19th century. Then oil went from a, just a lubricant to a fuel, and it made it valuable. And Rockefeller happened to be the smartest man in the business at the time, but he made a lot of most of his money, or much of it, off the transport of the petroleum as well as selling it. But one thing they realized was if you, because oil, uh, oil is uh, putting a price on oil is like putting a price on a pail of water. You know, the, the, no, no initial cost is in the ground, and, and in those days they were some of it almost what you'd call surface mining the oil. They didn't go down deep. So in order to get the price up, they hit on the idea that they would have to make it appear to be scarce. That they, that boy, after we take the next few barrels out, we're probably going to have to close as well. You know that kind of thing. Well, a very fortuitous event. In 1892, there was a convention in Geneva of scientists to determine what organic substances are. Well, the definition of organic is a substance with hydrogen, oxygen, and carbon. And so it's usually a living substance, a tree. You analyze a dead tree, hydrogen, carbon, and oxygen and grass and so on, living things, animals. We are hydrogen, oxygen, and carbon. So at this Geneva Convention, Rockefeller took advantage of sending some scientists over who said oil, petroleum, is hydrogen, oxygen, and carbon. Therefore, it must be derived from the, uh, the spoiling, the rotting, of formerly living matter and uh, playing the game properly when the this scientific convention was over they defined oil as a, a residue from formerly living matter well that makes it a fossil fuel I don't know why they decided to use the word fossil but it says you formerly living matter it's fossil well of course today and, and, and another thing we should know is that there has never been a fossil of a, a, a real fossil found below 16,000 feet and you can't argue at 16,000 as a level line because someplace the ground sinks and so on but 16 is what the scientists say 16,000 we mine oil or we, we drill for oil at 30,000 33,000 28,000 every day of the week so right there, we rule it out that it isn't fossil fuel. It's called fossil fuel for the minds of the public to feel that it is a, a, an asset that is running out, being depleted. We talk about depletion allowance, which is a lot of, you know. And actually, if you know the world's oil supply, you know that it is not going to run out for an awfully long time. It is the second most prevalent liquid on earth. Oh, did you know that? Did you know that? Good. Pull up the next one. Pull up uh, 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 the lie of fossil fuel. <laughs> did you get? Did you guys know that? Huh? And so they manipulate the whole world. We go to war over a shortage of oil when there isn't any, there's no shortage of oil. This is the, the amount that they, they don't produce as much of it because why? Because they can create a scarcity. Is that, did I use the right word? Scarcity. 
there isn't as much of it. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So scroll down here. Oil is not a fossil fuel. Scroll down a little bit. Ask yourself, what forces would create these scenarios? What would be the new opportunities and threats? Who would be the new winners and losers? What should you do now? Unlimited supply ignites worldwide turbulence. You can read down through this. I'll put it in the chat. Folks, there is no and never will be a shortage of oil. Oil is naturally produced by the earth. Mm. No, ever, ever, ever. When they tell you there's an oil shortage, there's a production shortage. And there's a production shortage because why? They can control people and the price and get rich. Okay? Put this in the chat. No more. I'm going to show you another lie. I'm going to show you another lie. Because this is going on all the time, too. And you ask yourself, well, who's doing who's doing this? Psalm 2. The kings of this earth are conspiring against the Lord and against his anointed. By the way, nature belongs to the Lord, right? So the kings of this earth are conspiring against nature. They're telling us the things that God created, the way God created them. No, 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 that, that doesn't work. We have to do this. We're going to destroy the environment. We're going to burn too much. We're going to create acid rain. Remember acid rain? We're going to create acid rain. Now it's not acid rain. Now it's global warming. Or now, no, no, it's not global warming. Now it's climate change. And what, what, are you with me? Pick, picking it up, right? Amen. And it's all about control. It's all about, how do we know this? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So when I come back to Larry Householder and Larry Householder selling out all of Ohio, buying off other guys, giving, he would get a pile of money and he would, he would invest money into this guy's campaign and this guy's campaign and this guy's campaign. And then when they got elected, Larry was in charge and Larry pulled all the strings. Folks, that's going on at a larger scale all around us. And money influences. Like I said, if you think the temptations are great when you're poor, wait till you're rich. Okay, go to the next one. Go next. Go to fake votes. Fake votes. Fake votes. Fake votes. Did you know this? I'll put this in the chat too. I'm not going to read down all of it. I'm going to open it up here and say there were at least 300,000 fictitious votes between friends. In Georgia alone, 300, folks, this is now fact. This is now proven. At least 300,000 fictitious votes. Fictitious. Made up. As you scroll down through this, it tells you all of it, how they did it, where it came from. Hang on, stay right there. Fulton County has an unsigned tabular tapes of over 300,000 votes. 74 Georgia counties cannot produce roughly 1.7 million ballot images. You understand this, folks? When they go to count the ballots, there's, an, there's, an, there's a vote but no ballot. 1.7 million of them. State law does not allow for absentee ballot requests for more than 180 days. Yet they started doing them way before that. And for an exa- approximate total of 235,000 illegally accepted ballot requests, huh? They came from everywhere. Donald Trump won Georgia by, they said, at least 385,000. So what we see now is because of the electronic manipulation of the ballots, ballot harvesting, they call, our elections are, our, our elections are complete. Because if the truth were to be told, None of these guys would ever win elections. Scroll down a little bit more because I, I want to sh- show them a little bit more on this sheet, okay? Mm. Uh, Brad Raffensperger on November 4th, Georgia had 4.7 million voters, 4.7 million voters, and they counted 5 million votes. You see this? They, they had 4.7 million voters registered and 5 million votes counted. Hmm? It's going on, every- folks, this is going on everywhere. This is going on Everywhere. The manip- Why? Because the kings of this earth are lying to us. Okay? They're lying to us. Let me give you another one. Let's go to weather. Let's go to weather. What? Weather. Oh, yeah. Weather. Yeah. It's called geoengineeringwatch.org. Geoengine- if you want to spend some time educating yourself, just go to Dane Whittington's site, geoengineeringwatch. It's geoengineering.com, I think it is. Isn't that what it is? Geoengineering dot com and all I'm sorry geoengineeringwatch.org and it'll give you all the information you want on on uh what do they call them chemtrails and and weather manipulate how it's going on what they're doing and why we're getting floods going on here and right dry places going on here all of it being done right in front of us and what nobody wants to believe it why doesn't anybody want to believe it? Because there's a cabal 
of people who ultimately are in charge of everything. Did you know that's BlackRock? Are you guys familiar at all with BlackRock? Did you get a chance, by the way, yesterday to watch my interview with Ivan Raitland? It was unbelievable. As he just begins to spell, this guy connected to this guy, to this, and they did this, and they did this, and they did this. Talking about just January 6th. Just January 6th. Of the manipulation that went on and how that whole thing was created. Ivan's got all that stuff. Right? But what's the battle that we fight? The battle we fight is the dissemination of the information. So you take this right now and you should, it has 44,552,705 visitors to this geoengineeringwatch.org. You take this website and you share it with 30 of your friends and 29 of them will laugh at you. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. amen. 29. They'll laugh at you. They will not. They'll believe that the government Huh? Oh, yeah, they'll believe the government. They'll believe the government, right? Government's telling you the truth. Government's telling you the truth about COVID. They're telling you the truth about vaccinations. They're telling you the choice, truth about high fuel prices. They're telling you the truth about elections. They're, they're, they're telling you the truth, right? They're all telling you the truth, right? And so here's where we are. We are trapped in this bubble where, first of all, as I started out, we don't know who to believe or what to believe. And the propaganda is so deep. When I got another thing I got to show you. Oh, I, I don't know if I have time to do that. I don't know. Uh, 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 no, oh, I got so many good things. Go to dark times. Go to dark times. This is, I'm, I, look, I'm going to open it up here then. Okay? I'm going to open it up. This, I'm, everything's upside down. This is, a, this is a great clip. This is just, this shows us how right has become wrong and wrong has become right. And yes, this is all Satire. Okay, go ahead. It's been one whole year since Roe v. Wade was overturned. Which means they've been making abortion illegal all over the place. So these are dark times. These are dark times. Dark times. Dark times. Un tiempo muy oscuro. Because now, now that Roe v. Wade is overturned, a woman can get pregnant just from having sex. I'm not seriously considering going down the dangerous path of abstinence until marriage. I find myself in this really bizarre state where I'm asking guys about things like their values and trustworthiness before sleeping with them. Before a girl will have sex with me now, she's asking me all these dumb questions like, do you love me? And what happens if I get pregnant? And do you have a job? <sighs> like, I don't know. Abortion being illegal where I live has definitely raised the bar for which men I'll date and have sex with. And that's a terrible thing. It used to be that if I got a girl pregnant, I would just force her to get an abortion. And I can't do that anymore. And that's awful. I can't tell you how many first dates I've had in the last year where no sex happens. All we do is talk about who we are and get to know each other. Ladies, if you haven't done it already, you need to get an IUD. This will make your uterus a toxic and hostile environment like it's supposed to be. It's like now sex is such a bigger deal. It's not just about me using someone else's body to get myself off. It's like the government is making me responsible for a bunch of stuff I shouldn't be responsible for, like my sex life and my children. Why would I ever want to bring a child into a world like this, a world in which it's illegal to kill children? I live in constant fear of a baby somehow finding its way into my uterus. So these are dark times. Dark times. Dark times. The overturning of Roe v. Wade did this to me. The Supreme Court of the United States put this inside of my body. Okay, so new idea here. I think that a man and a woman, before they have sex, need to draw up some sort of contract that says, I promise to take care of you and you promise to take care of me. And we both promise to take care of any kids that we produce together. I mean, like, I know it's new. I know it's shocking. I know it's out there, but that kind of contract is the only way that I see us moving forward. That's marriage. No, no, it's not. I, well. Amy Coney Barrett personally did this to me. Wow, huh? Put that in the chat. Put that in the chat. One more thing before I know. I got. I got. I told you. Got a lot of stuff here. I got to get this up there. Go to uh, uh, which one is it? No, no life. Mark. No, is that not what I wanted? Yeah. Go to go to Mark Dice. 
No, that's not it. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah, go to Mark Dice. Is that what I wanted? That's not what I wanted. Okay, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Go to Tucker. This is good, too. This one's good, too. I'll put it in the chat. But go to Chuck Tucker and begin at the one-minute mark. I'm sorry, man. You come here for information, right? January 6th. All eyes. January 6th. All eyes. All eyes. All eyes. Go ahead and and, uh, narrow to the one-minute mark. He's on with Russell Brand. Okay? Start right there. Start right there. Go ahead. Uh, Yet an attempt to regard it as a deliberate insurrection and uh, and also within that i guess the the possibility for presenting moments of peace within 40,000 right. hours of footage does exist so were you sincere in your presentation or do you have a particular perspective on how well, you wanted was, that event to be seen? i have well let me just say one of my children was there working in the building and called me during it um and was right nearby when ashley babbitt was shot um so i was interested in it from the moment it happened i was appalled by the vandalism outside by fighting with police officers. I hate violence from abortion to the war in Ukraine. I mean, I am consistent on that. I'm not a Catholic, but I, I share those. I definitely share those views. I'm not for the death penalty, not for killing people. I'm not for hurting people. I'm not for violence. And I, and I, I've had those views for a long time. So, um, you know, any violence on January 6th, I oppose. I've said that many times. I would, was kind of happy to leave it where it was, which is this got completely out of hand. The only reason I ever got involved in commenting on it was, I mean, we did a show that night saying, well, this is awful, right? What happened was the lying about it was immediate. This was a racist white supremacist insurrection. Well, okay. There was no indication to this day that race had anything to do with it at all. Like nothing. These are people who thought the election was stolen from them. There's some evidence they were right. We could debate that, but that's what they thought. That's a meaningful thing. If you've got a big population in your country that doesn't believe that your elections are on the level, you need to figure out a way to convince them that the elections are on the level or else you can't have democracy because it's a faith-based system. So that was the first thing I noticed. There was no effort at all to convince people, actually, electronic voting machines are secure, which they are not. By the way, that's a lie. In any country that has electronic voting machines is by definition at risk of having its election stolen. By definition. No country that cared about democracy would have electronic voting machines, okay? First thing. But no one even, and by the way, many Democrats have made that point. Not now, but Mm -hmm. 10 years ago. There was no effort to reassure anybody. They immediately used it as a cudgel to make their political opponents shut up and in a lot of cases to send them to jail. So I noticed this. I'm like, wait a second. Nobody here is operating in good faith at all. They're just immediately lying with maximum aggression. And anyone who asks questions about it, like me, and if you could go back and look at the tape, my first five shows on January 6th were like, well, yeah, it's bad, but I don't think you're telling the truth about what actually happened. Shut up, (laughs) racist. (laughs) What? So that's always the key for me. If it's like an infection, you know, it's infected when it hurts. You press it. Ah, you recoil. They immediately recoiled when you asked any questions about January 6th. And that was a tip off to me. I mean, I had no thought in my head as I watched this happen on television and in the subsequent weeks that U.S. law enforcement or military agencies had anything to do with it. That never crossed my mind. I never thought there was it was a false flag or anything like that. I'm not a conspiracist by temperament. I never thought that. Um, And then I interviewed the chief of the Capitol Police, Stephen Sund. In an interview that was never aired on Fox, by the way, I was fired before it could air. Um, I, I'm going to interview him again. But Stevenson was the totally non-political, worked for Nancy Pelosi. I mean, this was not some right-wing activist. He was the chief of the Capitol Police on January 6th. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That crowd was filled with federal agents. What? Yes. Well, he would know, of course, because he was in charge of security at the site. So the more time has passed, now it's been two and a half years it becomes really obvious that core claims they made about January 6th were lies. And my view about events and about people is if you catch someone telling a lie about one thing, the first question you have is what else are you lying about? If you say to your wife, where were you? I was at the grocery store. If you find out she was not at the grocery store, then it raises, okay, probably not just lying about being at the grocery store, were you? Like, what is this exactly? Why were you lying about that? And that's kind of the way I feel about January. Like, what is this? 
what this is they're clearly lying that's provable why um there and, you go you know, huh? I'm, they're clearly lying that's provable why now boom it's a battle for truth folks everything around us it's for a battle for truth we know the vaccines didn't work we know they were point can i show you one more thing i'm sorry one more thing spencer it's a standalone email i sent to you okay standalone email and it says uh, new new dead <clears throat> new dead are you ready or uh um, i i maybe i'd scroll down there spencer did i send you the whole thing maybe i didn't it it that's no nah, i didn't send the whole it's okay it's a list it's a list of new athletes dead young 22 23 24 year old people dead and nobody asking a question about what the hell is going on why because the kings of this earth has set themselves and the rulers are taking counsel together against the lord and against his anointed this is a battle of the devil against the lord's team you get it do we get it And see, as long as the church continues to maintain the position that we're not to get involved in politics, the Bible tells us mm, that evil walks on every side. It's Proverbs. Evil walks on every side when the vilest of men are in authority. I'll say it again. Evil walks on every side. You can check it, Myra. You can check it. Evil walks on every side when the vilest of men are exalted. So as Christians in this vile world that we find ourselves in, we have two choices. Number one, to get raptured out of here. Or number two, dig in and freaking fight. Those are our two choices. And your theology will determine what we do from here. Because liars are in control and nobody cares about lying. Nobody cares. Epstein Island. Huh? Well, who the hell went to Epstein Island? Who did he traffic these children to? How come A never goes to B, never goes to C, never goes to D? Because why? Some people are expendable. Yeah, Coach, I see. I think Larry, Larry got railroaded. If he was really that guilty, how could they have done what they did? How is he the only guilty party? It's ridiculous. Well, we know, right? We know. So, for those of you, I, I'm trying to encourage you today, folks, because somebody just put a chat, I saw in the chat one up there, uh, says, I could show this to all my family and they would still think I'm crazy. I don't, folks, I don't know what to tell you. I do not want to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I know. I, w- I once said to my, well, I'm going to, you, now you're going to really think I'm crazy. Because some of you out there have said this too. Something's going on with oil. That's what I mean. The next time, Betty, you get on the freeway and you drive wherever you're going to drive, I want you to count how many fuel trucks, tanker trucks you pass. And I'm going to tell you something. You ain't going to pass any. And I want to know where they're getting the Where are all these big gas stations? There's a gas station on every corner. Where are they getting their fuel? Where are they getting their fuel? Now, you think I'm crazy. You do your own test. You get in your car today, and you drive down Route 70, and I will go from here to Cambridge. That's 60 miles. I'll go here to Cambridge without seeing one tanker truck. And how many gas stations will I have passed? How many will I? Huh? Who's bringing gas? Every car that goes by me has gas in it. Where are these people getting that gas? Well, they're getting at the gas station. Where's the gas station getting the gas? Oh, we have a truck that pulls in here at night. Oh, you do? What about the one across the street and the one down the corner? And the one at the, you with me? So there's a lot going on. See, this all leads into conspiracy theory because people can't handle the truth. And until we begin to understand that only the church is the purveyor of truth, and that if we don't get the church involved in politics and government, there will be no truth. We're going to continue to live the way that we're living. It's an overthrow of the American Christian system. Evil men, Bible tells us, have crept in unaware. Hey, that's 40-some minutes of truth right there. Chew it on it if you want to. Come on in, Jack.
Yeah. Every single example you just gave, every single example you gave is the same methodology. And we can't even figure that out, whether it's the oil or the change or energy. or get, It's always the same methodology. They lie to us, and we don't connect the dots. They're so controlled. Henry Ford, he made some screw-ups, but he was a very smart dude. And back in the 1930s, he said, if the people knew what we did to their money, there'd be a revolution before morning. He also threw a hissy fit in 19, oh, about 1910 when they put that nasty oil product, gasoline, into his alcohol-powered automobiles. You can produce alcohol in your backyard, but you can't produce oil. Mm, how about that? How about that? Hey, how about this, folks? You ever go back and look at one of those? Um, sure, you have pictures from the people in the 1950s, 1960s walking around. Nobody's fat. Nobody's fat. Why's everybody fat today? Why's everybody fat? Is it, are, are we literally overeating that much and not exercising? Oh, that's probably part of it. Or have they put something into the food? Have they put something into the food and creating what we would call empty calories, non-nutritional calories? And then everybody gets fat and everybody gets diabetes and everybody needs drugs. And uh, Call me a conspiracy theorist. I just learned at a young age when I used to do those those draw-by dots. Remember guys ever do those draw-by draw by dot things? Huh? And then all of a sudden you get done, there's a little man standing there when you connected the dots. I just connected dots. I just connected dots. What the hell happened? How did we get so fat? What's going on? Right? You with me? Coach, in the same thing, in the in the 60s, they fixed the wheat. They said it. They fixed wheat. How come everybody has gluten piles? They fixed the wheat. Well, when Jack, we <laughs> Folks, do you know this? Do you know that you can, back when I was a kid, when we grew corn in our garden, my dad always kept some seeds. Did anybody ever do that? And then next year you planted the seeds and it grew corn again. You remember that? Huh? You know, you can't do that anymore. Did you know that GMO corn grain does not reproduce more grain. Did you know that? Did you know that you can plant GMO corn in the field and go out and pick some ears of corn off of it and save it and next year plant those things and they will not reproduce? Did you know that? Hmm? Genetically modified organism. Now who's coming up with that? Isn't that messing with the seed, right? And it's everywhere we look in the church, sorry, wants nothing to do with any of this when it affects the lives of everybody. Now, we know this. The Bible tells us that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. I wanted to do our pastors. Maybe they don't know. But I got another theory. I don't think they want to know. I don't think they want to know. And so there we sit blind, stupid, spending all of our money on medication and going to doctors and Medicaid and Medicare. We're being poisoned. And nobody will talk about it. Amen. I think connecting the dots is pretty easy to do. And so, so look, whatever reason you've stumbled onto conspiracy theory central, it's true. I, can I can I show you just one more? Can I do, just do one more for me? Hey, Spencer, pull up uh, Mark Dice. Pull up Mark Dice. I don't have enough time to show this. Put it at 1.5 speed. Everywhere you look, it's all lies. It's all lies and manip- manipulation, all right? Go back to the beginning. It's, this thing's 11 minutes long. I'm, I'll put it in the chat. You can watch it later. Go ahead. Just play this. 1.5. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. just made another stunning revelation on a podcast. Well, I guess it's old news to us, but it'll be new news to Fox News viewers and anybody who watches the brand name Conservative Inc. supposed alternative media figures like Ben Shapiro and all the rest because he sat down with Lex Friedman recently, just a few days ago, who was some computer nerd, artificial intelligence guru who will ultimately be a servant of Satan and wants people to plug into the matrix through a neural interface. That's all other issue. But Robert F. Kennedy Jr. mentioned one of my favorite topics. Um, for most of its life, the CIA was banned from propagandizing Americans. But we learned that they were doing it anyway. So in 1973, during the church committee hearings, we learned that the CIA had a program called Operation Mockingbird, 
where they had at least 400 members, leading members of the United States press corps, the New York Times, the Washington Post, ABC, CBS, NBC, etc., who were secretly working for the agency and um, and steering news coverage uh, to support CIA priorities. By the way, if you don't know, the reason his voice sounds shaky isn't that he's sick or an elderly man. It's He has some disease with his vocal cords that caused them to spasm every time that he speaks. And they agreed at that time to disband Operation Mockingbird in 73. Uh, but there's uh, there's indications they didn't do that. And they say, oh, the CIA today is the biggest funder of journalism around the world. Uh, mo- the, the freeze that. Is- yeah, freeze that. The CIA is the biggest funder of journalism around the world. You just no, he's being way overly diplomatic there, trying not to sound like a conspiracy theorist by saying there are indications that they didn't end it. Well, of course they didn't. You say that continues today? Well, I, yeah, I would think probably for a reporter it would continue today, but because of all of the revelations of the period of the 1970s, uh, it seems to me the reporter's got to be much more circumspect in doing it now, or he runs the risk of uh, at least being looked at with considerable disfavor by the public. I think you've got to be much more careful about it. And for 19 years now, since 2004, when I first learned about Operation Mockingbird, before YouTube, before Facebook, when I was an internet radio host on GCN, the Genesis Communications Network, the same network that I think still syndicates Alex Jones' show. Very few of my current subscribers know this because obviously it was a long time ago. My audience back then was very small. But you know that I've been shouting about Operation Mockingbird uh, pretty much nonstop. And all you need to do, anybody needs to do, is look at the Church Committee report, which was published in 1976, where it says on page 455 that the CIA currently maintains a network of several hundred individuals around the world who provide intelligence for the CIA and at times attempt to influence opinion through the use of covert propaganda. These individuals provide the CIA with direct access to a large number of newspapers and periodicals, scores of press services and news agencies, radio and television stations, commercial book publishers, and other foreign media outlets. The United States funds journalism in almost every country in the world. You know, it owns newspapers. It uh, has journalists on thousands and thousands of journalists on its payroll. They're not supposed to be doing that in the United States, but, um, you know, in 2016, President Obama changed the law to make it legal now for the CIA to propagandize Americans. And I think... Yes, that was through the Smith-Mund Modernization Act of 2012. Obama needed to modernize it so that it would be fully legal for the CIA to spread fake news in American media. I mean, there are certain press organs that have been linked, you know, to the agency that the people who run those organs, uh, things like the Daily Beast, now Rolling Stone, uh, you know, editor of Rolling Stone, Noah Schlackman, has deep relationships with the intelligence community, uh, Salon. Daily Coast. Um, and again, of course, this is all old news to us, but it's great that you're bringing up these Psalm issues. With a- okay, it's a, put it in the chat. You can watch the rest of it. Psalm 2, the kings of the... Pull it up for me, Spencer. Psalm 2. Psalm 2. Then Trace M coming to you. Get ready. Psalm 2. Psalm 2. Psalm 2. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing, an, an empty thing, a not true thing? Well, the kings of the third set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together. Boom. They conspire together against the Lord and against those of his anointed ones, saying, let us break their bands asunder, cast away their cords from us. But he that sits in the heavens is going to laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision, right? That's what's supposed to happen. This battle's going on around us, and we're supposed to be occupying it. Boom. Instead, we're eating it. We're eating the propaganda. We're believing the propaganda. The church is accepting homosexuality and transgenderism and taking shots and giving jabs. The church is. Come on in, Tracy. Woo, million thumbs up, coach. Woo, you are on the mark. But oh. I'm just I'm, I'm just like stunned over the seed thing. That answers a lot of questions that we've had over the years because we used to be able to plant from the seeds that we would get from a prior harvest and we haven't been able to do that the last yeah. couple of years longer than, that, really, longer than that yeah i mean it's been it's been quite a while and that that really answers a lot of questions i wasn't even thinking about that i got another one for you. i don't i don't know if i can pull it up here enough i can find it. where is it where is it oh, uh no, uh, no, no, it's not that. No, I did, I got it somewhere. Hey, you know what you're finding out now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I asked about this the other day. I'll find it and show it to you tomorrow. There's now evidence that they're putting into our food things that call gen, cause gender dysphoria. Boom. BPA. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you get some little six-year-old boy that thinks he's a girl. I wonder if it has anything to do with what he's eating. Oh, they wouldn't do that, would they? They wouldn't. I'm going to show you. I've been telling us that for years. Say that again. 
Alex Jones has been telling us about what's in the water and in the yep, food yep, for years. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And he's a conspiracy theorist, right? Huh? Right. Oh, that's why we got to be brave. We got to speak the truth, no matter what it, no matter what it costs us. We have to do that for sure. Myra, come on in, then Jeff. Yes, Coach. Um, thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us in all truth. Uh, yesterday's show was spectacular, as always. Um, with Ivan Rackin, and um, this is the thing. We, we have several um, of the same spirit in this huddle with Tracy, Betty, Jeffrey, um, very brave people. So the Bible verse you told me to look for is was um <laughs> Psalms one twenty eight eight and that's that is the wicked walk Psalms? on it. Psalms, Psalms twelve eight twelve eight. Twelve eight. Psalm twelve yeah. eight. Psalm twelve eight. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. There you are, man. Amen. By the way. The church won't get involved with politics. The church wants to exalt vile men, right? And so if you remove the salt of the earth from the earth, what do you end up with? That's what we're looking at, looking at, right? We don't, but, we don't. but God, in Psalm twenty-one, eleven, throw they intend your harm, the schemes they devise will not prevail. Hallelujah. They will not prevail if we occupy till he comes. Because if we don't occupy till he comes and don't demand the truth, lies will carry the day. God's not just going to supernaturally do something that people aren't going to believe lies anymore. Mm. There has to be an opposition to it. A yin and a yang, a chip and a chat. It's going to be a give and a take. And there's no give and there's no take on our team. We vote Republican and they're sold out. Amen. Jeff, come on in. I was at Amtrak Station picking up my wife coming back from California. And I talked to this young man. He says, I know you. Really? Apparently, he was a student at the high school, and I preached outside the high school. And he he was convinced that Satan is the way to go. Yeah. He read the book of Satan. I like to go to these pastors in my area and take them by the shoulders and shake them. Wake up up you are not doing your job that's like second thessalonians though jeff that's second thessalonians pulled up spence second thessalonians i come back to this i get new viewers every day right second thessalonians chapter two i think it is <clears throat> could be wrong um keep scrolling down then no man deceive you by any means day for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. We can't even see the son of the perdition. We can't even recognize it. Who opposes and exalts himself of all that is God. Remember ye not that when I was with you, I told you these things. Verse 6, go down. Hmm. For the mystery of iniquity is already at work. He wrote, when did he write this? It was already at work. The plan was already at work back then. Only he who now let us will let until he be taken out of the way. Holy Spirit at some point is going to say, Woo, for the mystery. Uh, and then the wicked shall be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. Even him who comes after sign, after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, all deceitful of riches and righteousness, and then the perish. And for this cause, God's going to give them a strong delusion that they believe a lie. That's us. That's the church. A strong God sends the strong. We rejected the truth. We welcomed lies into the church. And God said, that's it. I'm sending the strong. You're going to believe that crap? How about this crap? Is what the Lord, it's judgment. It's judgment, friends. He would send a strong delusion that they would be believe a lie. Can you folks look around you and believe the things that people believe? Can you? They actually believe a man can be a woman. They actually believe that. What? Yeah, yeah. They actually believe a guy can get a special jock trap, jock strap, and swim in a women's meet and be a woman. It doesn't bother me that people think that. It bothers me that people believe that. 
church-going people. Why? Judgment of God. God sent the strong. The devil didn't send the strong delusion. The devil didn't send it. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. They believe a lie. Boom, Vinny. Boom. Okay, so there, there you got some, some tobacco to put in your pipe and smoke some more conspiracy theories that aren't conspiracy theories. I remember when we went down to Port Arthur, I think it was, although I've been to a lot of, lot of hurricane places. I'll never forget some old guy standing out there who lost everything. And he, I asked him, you know, what was it like, yada, yada. And he said, listen, he said, something's going on. I've lived down here for 50 years, and I've never seen a Category 1 go to a Category 5 as quickly as that thing did. I've seen a lot of hurricanes, and that thing just blew up. But don't talk to anybody about cloud seeding or geo-warfare or any of that. No, 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 no. Government wouldn't do that, would they? See you tomorrow.